Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Hi, everyone. This is Chatting with Nat. This is Natalie Jean and Natalie Jean. Um, today we have the honor of having singer-songwriter, belly dancer, environmentalist, Nana, I hope I said that right, Singer, belly dancer, environmentalist, and animal advocate of Italian origins, Inanna, reinvents environmentalist music in an eco-alternative pop project dedicated to the earth and all its landscapes and life forms. Through mesmerizing future-oriented pieces, her passion for nature, animals, alternative, and Middle Eastern music has given life to unique and gender-bending ethno-alternative sound. Inanna's mission is to deliver through enchanting soundscapes an innovative mixture of ancient and contemporary beats, a message of peace, environmentalism, respect for the earth and all earthlings. Let's give her a round of applause. Hopefully she <laughs> Inanna, are you there? Yes, I'm are here. You there? Thank you so much. Yes, yes, I'm here. I can hear you. Sorry for the glitch because I was I tried it on I used it on one computer and then I tried it on another computer then I had to call in so it just it should it must be a fluke because it never happens this way. No but worries. I'm, glad, no, I'm here I'm now. Glad, <laughs> I'm glad that we're on. Just excuse my voice because I'm I'm sick. Um, I went to the Grammys. Oh. Well, I went to Las Vegas for the Grammys this past week and it's just been kind of like hell. Um, oh, come back. I can imagine. Um, <laughs> oh, so um, sorry about that. I hope you can recover soon. Yeah, me too. Uh, I hope I said your name right. Yes, it's Inanna. Okay. Yes, actually, Inanna. my my real name is Annalisa, very Italian, of course. Inanna was right. my chosen name for this project, and it's the name of an ancient Sumerian goddess, actually. Um, okay. And I just chose it, you know, to represent this project because I thought, you know, I'm going to talk about these huge topics, environment and the future of nature right. and animals. I felt that only a big name, you know, like a goddess name could, could handle all these enormous <laughs> issues, <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. Um, so how have you been um, during this whole crazy past two to three years, elections, pandemics, um, George <laughs> Floyd, climate change, all kinds of things going on in the world. So how have you been? I've been very, very inspired, actually. I've been very productive. I, I moved to Los Angeles about four years ago, and, and two of them were in the middle of the pandemic. So, of course, it was a bit mm. of a setback at the beginning because I also had to start right. meeting people and, and connecting and uh, but at the same time, I had also just started this this music project, this this new environmentalist music project, and 
you know, everything was there to, to begin and to build. And so I had all this time suddenly to concentrate so much on the music and on its message. So I was really mm-hmm. productive. We made a lot of new music videos and lots of ideas. I wrote so much like never before. And also with everything that, that is happening in the world, not only because of the pandemic, but since the big, you know, climate protests of 2019, I felt that was kind of a turning point, you know, with Greta Thunberg and all the new movements. At that point, something right. really changed. So from there, so many artists and, and other people started to create a, a new movement altogether. And and I felt I wanted to be part of that with, with what I do best that, you know, in this case is lending my voice literally to <laughs> to nature. So it's it's been good. I mean, of course, it's, it's been very hard from a psychological point of view, and it's been tough not, mm. not seeing people. And it's actually amazing in these days, going back to, you know, normal here, at least in Los Angeles. It's really back to normal. Yesterday, I was at a huge event with more than 800 people, and it was Ooh. amazing, and I, I could hug people. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I know. The the one thing that I can say about, well, there's, there's plenty to say about <coughs> the pandemic is that you realize that how important touch is, um, how important being around people is um oh, yes. how mm-hmm. important how important friendship is it's just it's it's wild absolutely um, mm-hmm. it's just so crazy um one of the questions that i like to ask everybody is this um we know that the pandemic was god awful um people mm-hmm. lost lives people lost, people lost family members um it's just mm-hmm. was horrible i mean people lost limbs and all that stuff but there were some pros to it um, in the sense, time people to self-reflect. It gave time people to spend more time with um, family members. Like one of the things that I saw was, you know, family members walking on the streets, you know, together. And it's not something that mm-hmm. you see often, especially in my neighborhood. So I was just like, okay, I see something else is coming. It's transpiring. I have colleagues that decided to um, – uh, cut back on work hours because they realized that they weren't spending enough time yeah. with family members. Mm-hmm. Um, you have mm-hmm. climate change. Obviously, we weren't in in the streets, and the pollution level went down. And you know, the animals mm-hmm. and the trees were like, "Oh, I hope these people don't come back," because it was you know it was like <laughs> a breath of fresh air for them. Um, there are a lot. I read yeah. a lot of articles mm-hmm. where people um, have decided to uh, quit their job because they realized that. You know, life is really, really short, and they want to do something that mm-hmm. fulfills them rather than just do something that um, is about making, you know, making money. And for artists, yeah. some people decided mm-hmm. to rebrand. Some people decided not to do music anymore. It was just um, it's very different perspectives, different, many different self-introspections. During this time, did you think about, you know, obviously, in your activism and environmentalism, did you think about how you want to go forward with that? Did you make any changes? What did you think about within that um, that you want to go forward with in the coming years? Yeah, I think, I mean, regarding this project, it definitely stimulated me to go all the way because even mm. if the project started a little bit before the pandemic, because the first 
single was released in uh, May 2019, so just some months before. Uh, but right. yeah, it absolutely, absolutely made me realize, yeah, this, this is what I want to do. This is definitely my message. And now, I mean, of course, uh, there can have been many causes to this pandemic, but you know, it's probably much more because we mess with nature all the time. And so we create right. these huge imbalances, you know. So it simply told me you're in the right path. This this is what I want to talk about. This is my mission, and I want to do it through, of course, my my lifestyle. I want to, I don't want to be perfect. I can't be perfect, but I'm gonna do whatever I can to improve, you know, my my lifestyle, thinking of of nature and and thinking of the future, doing whatever I can to you know have less impact. But I felt mm. it wasn't enough somehow. I wanted to to speak out and I think it's very important in these times at least from the people that can because of course not everyone in the world has the privilege and the possibility to do the things that we do or to eat like we do or to change lifestyle right. like we can but I think the people that can in these times they really must <laughs> so uh, yeah. I felt okay I'm I will do those changes, and also I want to use my voice for it. I really, really want to give a voice to nature, the earth, and animals as much as I can, because if we are in this process of changing culture, we have to also do it from within. So music that can reach so many hearts, so many people, and documentary, poetry, arts are so important to, to change culture, to change lives, to leave a mark that can stay with you forever you know so i it really like the pandemic really made me feel okay this is this is what i <laughs> what i want to do when you're forced to stop you know as you were saying when you're forced to mm-hmm. stop you're forced to reflect and and really yeah uh think what what am i doing what's my real purpose so many things so many people i know they they moved they moved away from where they were living and they decided to quit their job and do something else i mean it's, uh, it's it was very very interesting as as you said it's been really really tragic but at the same time for so many people enlightening you know or or simply understanding okay now that i have time to think about who i really want to be what do i want to right. do with that you know <laughs> exactly exactly there was a lot of self reflection and what i noticed also is that um people also with businesses they decided more that there was more economical way of um working from home a lot of uh, companies just decided okay no more Mm -hmm. no more office space um, because they found it more conducive to have their businesses um at home at home so it opened a lot of things Mm -hmm. you know the pandemic was definitely bad um but and other sides of it we can see some good mm-hmm. things that came out of it because really people really needed to think about their life and the, and the world itself. Now, mm-hmm. how did you get involved in the music industry? What was it that you said, okay, music and Inanna, that's, that's it. The combination has to come together and you have to bring out your gifts to the world. 
<laughs> yes, well, I started, you know, doing music since I was very, very young back in Italy. I'm, I'm Italian. I'm from Venice. So I, I don't remember a time when I was not singing or, or making music. I started very, right. very young. And um, then, you know, when I was in Italy in my teens, I had this punk band with <laughs> with other girls. It was oh, wow. a whole female punk band yes and then in my 20s I actually moved to Spain I moved to Barcelona and I kept doing music I had another band and then I started uh, singing you know solo and in, in, um, with a project with an electronic producer over there and an incredible incredible production fantastic and that made me understand that I could do something on my own because before I always felt right. I needed the band, you know, I needed support and, and it took me many years actually to feel confident enough to write my own songs because at the beginning I felt like, oh no, I'm only going to do covers, I just like singing but I, I, right. I don't think I can do that. Um, but yeah, but after I started experimenting and, and it worked and other people liked it. So when I was in Barcelona, singing was one of my main things and we did several concerts there. But when I moved here four years ago, yeah. it was, you know, starting from zero for everything, like complete, you know, clean slate, <laughs> start again, new place, new friends, new work, new everything. And um, and I felt that with the music, even if I had done so many wonderful things before and, and worked with so many great people, but at, at the same time, I felt that my voice in my music was not that clear exactly because I had worked mm. with others to, to make it happen. So when I came here, I felt, okay, I'm just going to try to do something on my own. I'm going to, you know, try to be right. brave and open that logic and see what I can do on my own. Um, and it was really incredible because I tried to simply put all my ingredients, you know, in, in, in a soup and see what happened. So I put my passion for, you know, nature and the environment and the future, plus uh, my love for alternative music and my super passion for the Middle East and Egypt oh. and belly dance because I had started, you know, right. teaching and and dancing belly dance a long time ago, but it had been kind of separate all the time. Like the dancing and the music okay. were two different worlds for me. Uh, but I had this idea, it kind of dawned on me, why, why can't I put it together? Why can't I try to experiment with it and see if it works? And it kind of worked. I felt like, oh, this is interesting. This is like a, some kind of new genre. At least I haven't heard anything like this before. And um, yeah, so it was really amazing to, to find something that really represented me 100% right. like all these different you know, aspects of it. Um, and yeah, music has always been there and it keeps being there. I want it to be there for the rest of my life. I don't know how it will evolve, but I know right. that right now, at least I found why I'm doing it. And like before it was just, you know, this form of expressing myself and right. maybe more like introspective or express expression of, you know, frustrations or, 
but now I feel I really found my way of building something, like creating something for the future in, in a small scale or bigger scale. Who knows what will happen? But at least I know that I found my purpose in the music now. <laughs> That's awesome. Because people are always trying to find their purpose in the music. Now, how important is it for you to be authentic in your music and songwriting in your life? Oh, it's um, right now I can say it's fundamental because I found it. I mean, before, I think I was still searching. I was, of course, very passionate about music and singing, but I was also doing acting and other things. Mm -hmm. So finding the purpose of, of, of the why, like who I'm writing for, who I'm talking to, mm -hmm was really really fundamental so right now being authentic in my message is is it's just I, I couldn't do it without it <laughs> I could never start you know making music that does not represent me or or this right. that I'm feeling regarding the future and I I don't think I would be able to write a love song right now, for example. It's just this this is yeah. so important to me now, and it's so urgent, and it involves us all. It involves, you know, the future of the entire human species, but also all the other species, and I, I feel like I, I can't write anything else but this right now. <laughs> no, I feel you have to go with your gut. You have to go with your soul. You have to go with your in intuition. So... How did you come up with the concept of bring, putting music, um, intertwining music with and the environment and music? Hmm. And how how do you go about yeah. doing that? Um, I think it was really inevitable at that point because right in the moment where um, what I was saying before about Greta Thunberg and 2019 mm -hmm. and all the big protests. I had been to a lot of those protests and, you know, I, I felt like I wanted to do something else, but then not just go to the protest or, or eat plant-based or, or recycling, you know, I just wanted to do something else. So it was kind of natural. I don't remember if there was one day when I decided, <laughs> oh, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> I think in, in, during the course of those months, I simply started writing things that, you know, were really important, like close to my heart. So I started with one song. I remember the first one that was actually a very bad attempt, <laughs> but it was the first one. It was called Gaia. And and then uh, I wrote the second one that was uh, Where We Belong that I actually published, released after um and i felt yeah this is uh this is what i want to talk about so it was it was a very natural process that started together with all those movements because i was i was part right. of it and then i thought oh but will people think that it's you know that it's boring like always talking about mm. the same thing and but right. then you know i started exploring and there are so many different things to talk about because it's not only right. oh let's not kill nature and i mean it's it's a whole world i mean you can talk about the oceans you can talk about forests and deforestations you can talk about activism you can talk about right. our relationship with an animal how where we stand as mm -hmm. humans towards nature so 
I felt like, wow, this is endless. And it gave so much inspiration because I thought, oh, maybe I'll just write like five songs and then I'm going to be dry, you know. <laughs> but no, it was, uh, it, it keeps coming. Like I never, I never feel like I'm out of topics because we're right in the middle of it. And, and we are yes. the generation that must change this. So I, I have so much I want to say and sometimes I feel the songs are not even enough so I'm thinking of all kinds of ways you know around this music project to to do even more like through artwork or the music videos or who knows maybe even a short film or something soon you know just all the ways all the ways we can and and if we can again we must (laughs) yeah I, I agree with you it's interesting um, with music, I, with me, I am like that as well. You start to think, okay, you have a topic, and you want to really bring out mm. the topic, but you're like, how how much can I talk about this, or how much can I sing about this? And then, but the inspiration will come to you um, because it's something that you're supposed to do. I always tell people that I interview that music is our, our superpower. You know, it's our destiny. It's yeah. what we were supposed to do. It elevates. It moves people. People play music when they're angry, sad, you know, joyful, all kinds of things. It, it yeah. can move mountains. Mm-hmm. So, you know, expressing whatever you need to about the environment through music is a beautiful thing. A couple of years ago, I wrote a song called Mother Earth, you know, about the way people oh, wow. have, been treating, yeah, have been treating the earth. And I made it very cinematic because um, I wanted people to get um, to realize the things that we're doing to the earth, that they need to open their eyes to see. And one of the parts in it oh, is my I favorite Oh, I want to hear it. You have, the, yeah. to, have to send it to I'll me. Send that, <laughs> I'll send that to you. And um, so uh, the, the part in the song that I love the most is the part where it says, um, you know, but people will go out into the streets uh, when it's Black Friday and they'll you know, fight for a black screen TV. But what will you have yeah. left to put it on? Because if the world is going down, <laughs> you're not going to have a place yeah. to put the, the television. So I really appreciate the fact that your your music focus on the environment. And also, I, people don't really understand, I think, the whole aspect about animals. I love animals. If I could live in a ranch that had a bunch of animals on it and, and, and just be around <laughs> animals, I would love it. I love cats, dogs, you name it. I love it. Um, and mm-hmm. and animals are extremely sensitive souls as well, and people just don't understand oh, no. that. You know, I've I've had mm-hmm. cats all of my life, and 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 I, I adore my cats. My cats are my babies. I don't have children and stuff like that. Don't plan on having children, but mm-hmm. I totally understand it. That's my point. I totally get you, and I understand. Now, with your music, there's a lot of Middle Eastern influence. And by the way, my family on my father's side is from Lebanon. So why put the Middle oh, Eastern wow. influence into music? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, that was, uh, you know, I don't know if I had previous lives, but if I did, for sure, I was somewhere in the Middle East before. Because, mm. you know, what something just calls you for some reason and you have no idea why. But yeah. I remember the first times visiting Egypt uh, with my dad, like in the year 2000 or something. And I just felt home, like somehow there was something about that place, even in Cairo, which is a mess. I mean, that city is a mess and it's super intense. But somehow I felt home or in the desert, you know, when I was going up and down the desert dunes in Morocco, I felt, wow, this is 
I don't know, there was something, even if, yeah, Morocco is Maghreb, so it's a little bit, you know, different, but especially in Egypt, I always felt this enormous connection, and I started studying belly dance, actually, back in Venice in 2004, it was in a gym, actually, and belly dance was not even a thing in, in Italy at that point, it was just starting, so I had a couple of teachers and I was very, you know, I was fascinated with, with the dance. And uh, But then when I moved to Barcelona in 2006, uh, there, oh my God, belly dance was really exploding at that time. It was the golden years, right. so many belly dancers. I started you know, in a big academy and I studied for years and then to become an instructor the Arab influence, of course, in Spain is much bigger. So lots of, you know, venues and places where you could dance and, and uh, interact with a lot of people from the Middle East. So it was amazing. Right. And then I studied in Cairo, too, with, with teachers, just did some workshops and festivals there. So I've, I've always been completely in love with their music, their rhythms, the instruments. It's just the so attractive to me for some reason and yeah but then as I said it was always like a separate thing for me so it was a very strange idea I guess to decide to mix it with kind of dark alternative sounds but yeah it it seemed to work quite smoothly you know I still think it's kind of a you know original different right and um, I feel it also serves the project in a different way because it's not only uh, okay I like these two things and I mix them together but also one right. of the things that it's at the basis of this project is the the union between the contemporary and and the ancient somehow which is always mm. present I mean it's present in the right. in the name of the you know the goddess like the ancient goddess but talking about the future and talking about what's going to happen maybe 200 years from now. So there is this, you know, duality of of ancient and contemporary, which is very reflected in the music, I think, because of course, you know, I I work alone on logic with a lot of, you know, electronic stuff, contemporary stuff, but at the same time, we add, you know, an ancient, I mean, Darbuka, of course, Darbuka is not ancient, is is new, but, you know, it's a very right. old instrument. So I I love that. And I think the Middle Eastern touch gives that kind of timeless, you know, um, of course, ethnic appeal that can appeal to right. other people, other countries. A lot of my fans are sometimes, you know, from Turkey, from India, because, they recognize themselves too with with some of the sounds and and I really love that. That's awesome. Now, I'm going to play your song, your latest release, Collapse of an Empire. Tell me what that's about. Oh, yes. This one was a dark one. (laughs) Yes. Collapse of an Empire came out at the end of February and it's the latest one. I'm going to release another one now uh, for Earth Day. Uh, Collapse of an Empire is about the inevitable collapse of all the unsustainable. (laughs) Everything that can't Mm. sustain itself will inevitably collapse. You know, that's the whole metaphor of the song. Um, It was inspired by one of my favorite poems by um, Shelley, uh, Ozymandias, that talks about this enormous 
colossus, uh, this statue uh, that stands on feet of clay. So it's a metaphor to say, hey, even if this looks like a giant, it's on feet of clay and it, it's just collapsing mm. and now it's all, you know, on the ground, destroyed. So, you know, I had in mind just simply all those, uh, the evil corporations, as I call them, you know, that just exploit the earth for profit and never, ever take the earth into account when making decisions. And, um, yeah, I'm just thinking they, I mean, they're just, they're destined to collapse. I mean, it's (laughs) it's not, it's just not sustainable they 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 won't last and and people will rebel and and the earth is already rebelling you know with climate change and with species loss you know so um that was the whole thing and so this empire of course is a an evil empire of all those uh only for profit uh corporations and um and we need a big change so this, this song was kind of a way of saying we can let it go. We can let them fall and we will we will still be here. Nothing nothing will happen to us. We will actually probably thrive without those. So <laughs> I hope you like All it. All right. Let's play it.
<laughs> that Thanks was for the fantastic. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's an intense one, but I yeah, I really love the crescendo. <laughs> you know, the the song, the music reminds me of the band, um, and your vocals remind me of the band Evanescence. Has there anybody ever said oh, that? Oh yeah, to you? yeah, yeah, yeah. Several people, yeah, they told me. And actually, the um, the the person I work with for mastering, he's worked with Evanescence <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and oh, Amy, yes, okay. So <laughs> yeah, I get but it. I, I get it. Yes, but I guess yeah, the dark atmosphere, but at the same time. A voice that is, you know, more like sweeter and and warmer. I guess that's, uh, yeah. that's a little bit similar to Evanescence. Yeah. <laughs> I love artists that are uh, unique, that are not afraid to speak speak or sing their truth. Um, mm. Because you know, when we listen to the radio stations these days, it always sounds like it's the same music all day long. And so when oh, I hear yeah, something true, that, it can be it can be similar to another artist in the sense of. Uh, the theme, um, but I love I love dark, I love light, I love all kinds of different music. And as I've grown as an artist, one of the things I totally listen to are lyrics more than anything else, because I like to see mm-hmm. how people use their words, um, how they were moved mm-hmm. to use certain words. And I'm like, oh, that's an interesting concept. Now, what yeah. do you love most about being an artist? Ah, oh, that's an interesting question. Um, I feel like it's it's kind of inevitable for me. I don't see myself as anything mm. else but an artist. So okay. I never really thought of what I love about it because it's never been a choice because I feel right. like it, it just has to be there. I've always been an artist. I've always, you know, been dancing, singing, acting. Um, but I guess, what I love the most about it is that, you know, not only I can express myself, but I really get a chance to to talk to people through other layers, you know, that don't have to do with just speaking, right. you know. Um, I feel like um, music has much more to do with our bodies, you know, with our body language right. and what we actually say. So what I love the most about music is that it has to do more with the unsaid, you know, what you don't say. Mm. (laughs) So you can actually speak through very different layers. So to me, what's most important of doing art is because you speak directly from subconscious to subconscious. uh, That's right. To other people. So that's why it's, it's magical. And I think you kind of perceive when it's, not done that way I think the more authentic it is the more you you touch people in in their hearts you know and the more people will understand that that your your cause you know or why you do it is you know inner and it's necessary than if you just do it for other motivations you know so definitely for me it's the the capacity to to speak through through my body, through other layers, and not only through the spoken word, you know. <laughs> Amen to that. Um, like I said, music is our superpower. Now, tell me about your upcoming <laughs> release um, that will be out on Earth Day called The Battle. 
Yes. So it was actually a change of plans because we have shot mm. the video for Collapse of an Empire that you just heard. But it was my very right. first experience with green screen because everything is in special mm. effects for this song. Yes. And I had no idea how long that would, <laughs> would take. I was a little bit naive. I thought it would be ready sooner. <laughs> but it's it's a very long process. So the idea yeah. was to release that for Earth Day. But unfortunately, I had to postpone that to May. But I still wanted to okay. release something because Earth Day is the, you know, the most important day of the year for this project, right. of course. So I decided to release a new song, actually, uh, which is called The Battle. And I'm very, very excited about it. We recorded it just some months ago with uh, my producer here in L.A. And uh, and it's actually about the indigenous people trying to defend their lands. You know, I felt like I really need to involve that human side too you know not only the activism and trying to get people together but also honoring the people that are trying to defend nature daily and that unfortunately unfortunately sometimes get killed for it you know I was doing some research these days because I wanted to create a little visualizer for the song that is a little you know homage to all those people that have died in these years um, mm. because they were trying to defend their lands and most of them are indigenous people and uh, and I had no idea they were so many. I was doing this research and it's crazy. Like even the in the past two or three years, there are hundreds, hundreds of people that were just killed by, you know, illegal loggers and while they were trying right. to defend their, their forest, you know. Or, so, yeah, I'm learning many things these days and it's, uh, it's really tragic, but they are real heroes of today. So I wanted to simply create an, an anthem, you know, for them. And that's going to be the battle for Earth Day. Beautiful. Now, you're you're also organizi- organizing an important Earth Day event in L.A. And you'll be speaking together with other prominent artists. What is the event about? Yes. So the event is called Arts for a better earth so of course it's Mm. very close to everything I'm doing and I've been organizing it together with my husband who's an eco-journalist and uh, my colleague and friend Jane Elizabeth who's a public speaker and influencer the event is sponsored Mm. by Soho House and we're going to do it there here in Los Angeles in downtown and it's a panel discussion about what the arts can do for a better earth for Mm. a better future on earth Um, we thought it would be a great idea to bring some artists slash activists that are using their voices currently you know to promote a better future and it's it's amazing I mean of course I wanted to represent that little slice you know with the music but then we have a couple of filmmakers we have a writer we have a super young actor that is now participating with reverb in Billie Eilish's concerts to make them Mm. greener and you know so a lot of very very interesting figures um, representing different different kinds of, of art and I really hope it's going to be the first one of, of many because I've seen at least in the last year or so, year and a half, mm-hmm. so many new organizations uh, being born about, you know, music and 
recycling or, or reverb doing so much, for example, now to make the concerts like really eco-friendly and, and zero impact or at least uh, the least impact as possible. Uh, DJs for climate action and music declares emergency. So many organizations. I'm so excited and a lot of them are actually backing the event too. So we're super excited. So if you're in LA, right. let me know. Okay. <laughs> I can invite you or whoever is listening, but they have to contact me because it's also invite only because it's Soho House. You know, it's a private club. Right. So you need yeah. an invite. But let me know. <laughs> That is just awesome. Uh, it's great when you can do things for the environment because people just don't understand how important the yeah. trees are, how important the earth is for our oxygen <laughs> and for many oh, yeah. other things <laughs> as well. Um, it is so, so important. It is, uh, it is the reason that we are here. It's just... Mm-hmm. Uh, my God, people just, you know, I, I just feel like people just need to educate themselves. A lot of people don't believe in climate change, which is odd because it's right in your face. Um, you can see the things going around in the world that would make you say, hmm, maybe there's something to this climate change thing. Um, but it's just about educating yourself and just getting out there exactly. and learning more about our surroundings. Yeah. Now, the last thing, the last thing is, what is something that uh, an inspirational quote, a message, a passage that you like to use on a daily basis or when you're feeling down to push you forward? Um, more than just one quote, I think I always try to surround myself by the people that inspire me, even if they mm-hmm. are far away or maybe they are, you know, celebrities or people that I can't be in touch with. But I surround myself with their word and what they do, you know, I maybe reread something they wrote or they said, I think it's very important to keep feeding yourself, you know, because when you're always giving, giving, giving and making, sometimes you just feel empty. So you have to refill the cup, you know, and, (laughs) but I am constantly inspired, you know, by the work of, I don't know, Jane Goodall or, Earthling mm. Ed, like all these people that are doing so much for the planet and animals right now. Leonardo DiCaprio, he's incredible. Yep. Or, uh, I'm meeting so many environmentalists here in the LA area. They are so inspiring to me. Some months ago, we met this amazing Italian person, Andrea Crosta, um, and he's uh, the lead of an organization called Earth League International where they really, really go to the bottom of the environmental issues, which most of the time are connected with so, I mean, environmental crime, most of the time is connected with so many other crimes. So they are really the heroes trying to look for the, you know, the, the higher um, people at at the, the highest responsibilities, you know, for, for all kinds of environmental crime. So, incredibly inspiring people and you know when I feel less inspired I simply try to go back you know to those books or or those videos and those things that inspired me in the first place and uh, maybe I don't do as much with you know videos about (laughs) factory farming or animals because those are so 
hard to watch, unfortunately, that right. sometimes I just can't go go back to them. I mean, I already eat like fully plant based, so I'm I'm you know I'm very happy about my decision. And those, you know, sometimes it's good to rewatch them to feel okay. This is why I made this decision. This is why I'm doing this. But right. they are so hard to watch that sometimes I feel okay. I already know that. I don't need to watch those again <laughs> to feel re-inspired. You know, uh, but it's amazing. So many people are doing so much, and we're really creating a, a big movement. And I hope it will make a difference. I really want to be at least part of the generation that that saved the planet and didn't just give the last, you know, <laughs> Amen. completely. So, yeah, I really, really hope. And, you know, our children or grandchildren will really look at us uh, for this period and what we did because we still have right. the possibility to save the savable. And if we don't do it in the next five or seven years, Unfortunately, uh, I mean, not everything will be gone, but unfortunately, a lot of species will be gone and climate will be more and more, more and more extreme. So I think they will look at us and say, why didn't they do this? Why didn't they save it when they could? So I want to try to exactly. be among the ones that tried. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, Inanna, it was great chatting with you. I learned a lot more. I love your music. You have a beautiful voice. Um, Thank you. And I'll follow you. I can't wait to hear your latest release. Uh, I, I think it's going to be amazing, just like the song that we played today. Um, but thanks again, and hopefully one day we can do an Instagram Live. Perfect. Yes, absolutely. Let me know. Thank you so much for the chat. It was great chatting with you, and I hope we can stay in touch. Yeah, no, definitely. I'll send you my song. Definitely. We we should collaborate on something because I'm all about doing um, social impact message uh, songs, albums, and all that stuff. That's my thing. So let's, let's talk about yes, doing something. That sounds great. Yeah. And I'll wait for your Mother Earth song. I can't wait to hear it. Uh, all right. Thank you so much. And that was Chatting with Nat with singer-songwriter, belly dancer, environmentalist, Inanna. If you want to find her, she's at www.inannamusic.com. She's on Instagram and on uh, underscore music. She's on uh, Facebook, Inanna Music Official. She's on YouTube, Inanna Music, and Twitter is Inanna underscore music, and she also has press links. You can look at them in the bottom of the Until next time on Chatting with Nat. <laughs> is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Love your voice.